Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 106 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Uh, I just want to say thanks again to Craig Friendling for being on the podcast last week. A lot of actually, it was funny because you know we we took like a couple of weeks off again, and uh, a lot of people actually said that was a great episode, and I I like was on the defensive right away when they said hey. I heard the episode. I'm like, well, you know, an interview isn't really our, our bags, yeah. so to speak. And, uh, I did a lot of nipping and tucking, but it, it ended up, uh, we, we, I mean, it was like over two hours or close to yeah, when we long. actually recorded it. We interview the way Corolla does. We interview <laughs> until somebody says something that reminds us of something that we want to talk about. And we go, oh, that's funny. And then we start talking about something else for 10 minutes. Right. Which <laughs> is uh, the way I like it. Yeah, I know it, it. It was definitely our style of interviewing, but I like for anybody who was like, looking for like when they heard us going down the road of interviewing and then all of a sudden we're like, well, we're done talking to you now. We've, you've said something that we could talk about. <laughs> well, look, there's 8 million podcasts where they do the in-depth, you know, you get the Mark Marins of the world that, that do the in-depth. Uh, I like to view it as we're talking to somebody every week. We do the podcast in my like family room area. Sometimes we have to wait during the school year. It's a little easier because the kids go to bed. But again, like tonight I had to wait a little bit longer because it's summertime. And so I decided that, if you guys remember, I was talking about having like a, get renting a space or getting a spot or having Ben build a shed in the backyard of my house, one of those prefab sheds. And, no, um, not prefab. From the ground up. Well, I'm going to save you the time and effort and me the... Uh, I want to get some new chest hairs from this shit. And save me the, uh, the having to keep you out of my pool. <laughs> the... Uh, so I have an area in the basement, which is, it sort of looks like a, uh, like what you'd see, like a diner in the city. It's a long, narrow area rather than a, a square or rectangle uh, area. But I have my all my guitars in there and there's a treadmill and there was a bunch of like uh, old like weight plates and just all the stuff that my wife sees laying around the house. She just opens a door, like throws it in there and pulls the door shut. Stuff that's not mine. Right. More stuff that's not mine. And other stuff that's hers that's too bulky or ugly and she doesn't want sitting around like where oh. people could see it. Like there's like a printer copier in there that like, you know, it's, it's a gigantic bulky. Yeah. It's from like 97. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I, uh, I decided I was going to sell all my weight plates and I've used those, you know, those websites where like two and nine thrift club for or two and nine thrift yeah. shop. That's like a Facebook or, thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you, you know what it is. It's, it's, it's a, uh, um, it's a way to sell things amongst uh, sell things amongst your community. It's like a garage, online. Facebook garage sale. Yeah. So apparently every community has these. They're like a big deal now, and I've, I've had pretty good luck. I called a like re a, a place that like uh, resells old sporting goods, and I told them, "Hey, I got these weight plates, and they're expensive when you buy them. I think you pay like a buck twenty five, a buck fifty a pound. It's surprising how much they cost. I'm like, dude, it's just it's like twenty five pound plates, big deal. They're like, yeah, that's that's thirty bucks, right? Like, you know how many times you have to lift it in order to be, like, like that was a good value? Right. 
well, they don't care, and you're going to buy it because I mean, yeah. But it's like, how many times are you going to think about lifting and not lift, and then just go like that cost me a quarter? Well, I could tell you, I don't think about lifting ever. The only thing I did think about was like I have to lift these from my basement upstairs and out of my house because I'm definitely not having someone who agrees to buy them come into my house. Definitely don't ship them to someone. <laughs> so uh, I put it on the uh, the thrift shop and I I sold them, which the guy at the sporting goods store was like, dude, I'm gonna give you like. 25 cents on the pound. He's like, if you go to the Facebook, you could probably get a lot more money. And I did. I ended up getting, uh, I ended up like 400 pounds in actual weight plates and uh, like, you know, some curling bars and the long bars. Why didn't you use that shit to get swole, man? Don't care about that. Ripped. So I, uh, I sold, I got 300 bucks for 400 pounds of weights. Wow. Really? Yeah. Which was, it's pretty impressive. Cause well, actually what I had, my brother-in-law got on there and he was like one guy bid and I was like, nah, I don't know. My wife's like, just sell, just sell. It was like for 150. And I had originally asked for 400. And she's like, you're not getting 400. Did you really? So this guy came in at 150. 400. And she's like, just take it because let's just get it out of the house. And I'm thinking, well, it's in my area. So it's like, why? Can you just leave me alone? Let me do what I'm going to do. You seriously thought you'd get $400. I got 300. That's still pretty impressive. My brother in law hopped on there and was like, I'll take them. You know, I'll pay whatever, 200 bucks. And then this other guy came back and was like, dude, the, the best I could do is, is 200. And I told my brother, I'm like, dude, if you're not going to buy it, then you need to back out of this because I'm not going to lose this to you who thinks you're helping me. <laughs> so then the other guy sent me a private message. He's like, I'll give you 250. And then my brother, I told my brother, I sent him a private message. I said, hey, put in there, you're going to give 280. So he did that. So then you the, had like a ringer? Yeah. To drive the price up? Yeah. So oh, the, my God. <laughs> you are like a damn shark that never sleeps. You just go. and go. I would have been like. Look, I know you would have. Just come get this shit. That's why I don't wear a bracelet that says WWBD. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> right, you right, know? right. So, uh, so I ended up selling them for 300 bucks, and now I have. Uh, I took my drums apart that were down there. I bagged them up. They're they're ready. To, I'm going to get rid of those, too. But You're I ha- turning into my wife, dude. That's all she does is sell stuff. Is minimize. Just, bell, just buy stuff and sell it. I'm not buying buy anything it, sell anymore. It. You will watch. You'll be, on the, you'll be on there selling something, and all of a sudden you'll be like, well... I could use some ceramic uh, cookie jars that look like cats, <laughs> and you'll just buy them. Cause... Some Russian nesting dolls. I mean, who doesn't need those? Yeah, yeah, you're going to. You're going to do something like that. What I want to do with the area down there. Now... Honeymooners on VHS. I actually have an area. So I was thinking about putting a table down there and just setting up the podcast stuff where it's like, because I have to put it up, break it down every week, and it's a big pain in the butt. So uh, all you know, we, do, we have that wash tub down there if anybody needs to use the bathroom. So that's convenient. Refrigerators down so there. You want with a the podcast beer. like in the little nook and cranny down yeah. there? Yeah. All right. All right. Four four hundred pounds of weights. Do you like what did you pay for them when you got them? Did you spend I mean, yeah, that like much money? One twenty five. Uh, you know, a pound, whatever it cost. Yeah, I mean, I. Oh my god! I bought. Really? The, yeah, and I mean, the bar itself is probably like a hundred bucks, right? Is for there the, any the, shame attached to what to you selling these? Because yeah, you're I carried money. it out because I carried it out to the dude's car with him because I just wanted to like. Ex- was the guy the like, process. no, dude, I'll get him, I'll get the weight. No, 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 no. He was more than. He, in fact, he was taking the lighter stuff while I was moving. I just wanted to get it out as quick as possible. So, um, he was he was uh, he was a young he was a young man. 
And I, 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 I guess in my mind, I was sort of like, I wanted to tell him like why, uh, why I was getting, I wanted to be like, well, yeah, I, got, I got some better, is. I got some better weights. I, I actually, my wife bought me some better stuff. I've got a Nordic track. I started off with those big thick ones that are filled with sand, <laughs> and I eventually worked my way down to these steel plate ones. Now I have these things that's like condensed. My wife bought me the gazelle. She surprised me, so I don't really have any room for these plates. A little bit easier on my <laughs> is joints. Is that the guy with the ponytail, yeah, Tony something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you just hump? Right. It's like just a humping it's motion? Like a, yeah, it's like a ski, like a, I don't know what it is. <laughs> One of my cousins had that, and every time I went to their house for like a holiday party, I'd be like, the gazelle, look at guys, look at... <laughs> and I would pretend to like hump everything in the room. So, yeah, there, I guess I guess there was a little uh, a little shame attached, because the guy was, I mean, he didn't look at me and go, oh, I see, I see you finished. <sighs> he was like, uh, yeah, success. Mm-hmm. You don't need weights anymore, I guess you're just going to... Congratulations, you've graduated. You're just going to work on basically getting toxins out of your body <laughs> at this point. That's all there's left to do. Well, I have a gym membership that I pay every month. I haven't been in over a year, so I figure if I, uh, you know, if I need to go to a gym, I, I do pay for that, so... This is the first time in years that I'm legitimately upset that I don't have a Facebook. Because if I did and I saw this action going down, I feel there's no way I wouldn't have jumped on and messaged that dude and been like, you have to make sure, like, don't let him carry any plates. Be like, no, 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 no. If you're not, if you're going to sell your weights, don't try to lift them in front of me now. I have, to, I to, have to point off. this out because I'm glad you said that because <laughs> it, I, I, I'm thinking about deleting you from my Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I, I probably wouldn't have you as a Facebook friend because, <laughs> no. you know, it's funny. You, you, you go around and you like to give people the impression that you're the, uh, you know, the good natured, fun you know, never mean spirited guy. Oh, I don't like to give that you're, impression. You're, That's just me. You're absolutely every bit of the a troll as I am. No. And oh yeah, you are. Oh yeah, you are. I don't know if it's you just getting these moods where you're like just irritated, and instead of you know, That's probably a little closer. You you, you you get in an argument with the wife, and you take it out on me instead, or or what? I don't know what. <laughs> I going never on. take it out on you. But you're the first guy to quick point out if I say something snide on Twitter. Yet you'll throw the comment out there, and then I'll I'll, I'll say something about it, and you'll go and you'll go you'll go like, "You talking about it. no? I'm, what are you talking?" I do have I do have the most like if someone tries to talk shit on Twitter, I'm more like, "Whatever." I immediately block. Yeah, but that like you'll put. There was a time a while ago. What did you, I make you, fun we, of you about? We were this talking. Week. You got mad because I, I made fun of you about something. Well, I'll get there. We were, we were talking about building a Twitter. Like when I first met you, I was like, you know, yeah, you're like, I really don't get Twitter. I'm not really into Twitter. Yeah. And then we, you, just like anybody else, goes through this whole thing where you're like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dance for these monkeys. You know, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not your dancing monkey. Whatever. And, not your clown. Right. And so you're just like, I'm just gonna go ahead and have the conversations with the people I know, my family, and and that's it. But then you did. You retweet you you understood the program is you have to retweet some people that are mildly maybe not the funniest jokes. I don't and no, you but do. I, no no I I still don't ever do what some people do is they find people with a lot of followers and retweet their shit. I never do that. That's part of playing the game. That's not not but that's not a game. That's like D and that's like playing D and D. That's not a game. The, the first that's like, <laughs> that's like <laughs> we can't all LARP. I'm sorry. That's man. like that's like a waste of time. You, uh, but you're the first one to like. Okay, for example, maybe you won't do it to other comedians or jokes, but you'll do it about like you were got in a conversation about what uh, Pearl Jam's album beat, what oh, where it yeah. was listed, a topic or, that interested me. Or uh, you'll retweet like uh, <laughs> a, something about one, a, a, a band you know put out an album so you'll retweet and you'll comment about that or whatever a topic that interests me that's great so then i try to i'm not a shameless i'm watching the bachelor at whatever with my <laughs> wife and i told like i told you i that's have what it was i have 
a family. Is this so, the part where you defend you watching The Bachelorette? There's times is that the where part of the show this is. Yes. Okay. There's times where I'm watching TV with my family, and you know I don't always get to pick what's on. So I decide See, this hey, is a wide departure going, from that. I watch my kids watch Seinfeld because I try to yeah, show but, them. Well, sometimes my wife comes home from work and she wants to watch oh, TV. See, Master my kid was telling my kid was telling me today because uh, he he had a medical procedure where he had to be uh, put out. And he told me, he was like, uh, one of my other family members is having a, a similar procedure. And he goes, I said, you give her any tips? He goes, uh, tell her to think about Larry David. Because when I was under, I was I had a dream that I was hanging out with Larry David. So <laughs> That's really cool. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> 10. So That's awesome. I mean, a little odd, but awesome. <laughs> Uh, with, with that being said anyway so my wife's watching this it was the the final episode or whatever and I'm not going to defend it I have not watched any of the episodes but this you one I'm watching you are such a liar I swear you're such so a liar I'm tweeting like <laughs> you're tweeting I'm, about I'm, the I'm Bachelorette I'm just making don't get mad at me I'm, you're tweeting about the I was making I was writing Twitter <laughs> jokes just holding like sharpening my knife sure and so you I, <laughs> I couldn't hold back I had, you know what I mean yeah but but I'm not a shark, but if you dump chum in the water in front of oh, me, come on. I'm gonna eat come it. Come on, come on. So then like <laughs> you know, again, when you you'll 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 tweet and you'll you'll see a band you like and you'll you'll kiss their ass or whatever, and then I point out right away, like, oh come on, it's a little you know, a little so bit gratuitous. Like. Yeah, but then then you're like, yeah, this guy's a troll. Everybody ignore this guy, you're a troll. <laughs> I'm still not sure what troll means, but I'm, i think it's you, but I'm not sure. It's you. But Dude, look, if you're going to live in the... If you're going to be the person that you are, mm. you cannot expect to tweet about Bachelorette and not get shit. It's just... Come on. But it was... I wasn't saying, you like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see offense. what happens. You can't be I, 90% offense all the time, and then every once in a while I'd be like, what? Why is this oh, thing I, I don't have a problem. I don't Bachelor. have a problem being on the... De- I have no problem defending my position. I wasn't saying, like... Oh my God! Can you guys believe this? I was actually attempting to That's write the a voice joke. that I was reading in, like when I <laughs> but can, can, I don't can, even know what it was. Whether about, you thought it was funny or not, can you agree that I was attempting to be funny? I wasn't, uh, you know. I can agree that you were attempting right. to be funny. Okay, <laughs> yes. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. They no, can't can. all be winners. Sure. I'm oh. sorry. Look, I see a hashtag. You, you cannot win if you do not play. <laughs> I see Bachelorette. I have to go for it. I'm sorry. I'm only human. Well, anyway. Uh, what were we what were we talking about? How did we get on that? Oh gosh, I don't know. You started talking about uh, oh, you were talking about Facebook. Media. Oh, I said oh, that's why I'm glad I'm on Facebook or. So whatever. anyway, that that's how I ended up uh, getting rid of my weights, and I'm going to get rid of my drums, and I'm going to. That is super legit. impressive that you got rid of three hundred bucks though. And I did it in two hours. That was literally from the time I decided to like in your house too. I mean, yeah, you weren't even. That's. Yeah, that's super. That's sweet. what my wife said. She's like, "Why would you leave it down there? If you haven't touched it in like two years, why?" I've moved it from place to place, but <laughs> yeah. I haven't. You know, each time burning three hundred calories. Oh my god! You it know was... what though? If you have three hundred dollars to spend on weights, that gets you what? How many months at a gym? Like with every kind of equipment. I mean, mine's, mine's like thirty bucks a month. My gym. But if if you went to like Planet Fatness or whatever it is, that's... I think it's only like fifteen bucks, right? Right. So for that three hundred dollars, you could go there all the time. Right. So could. why would you spend three hundred dollars on it? I mean, me originally. No, I mean I've the person for. I mean the person that's oh. buying it from you. I'm just saying, if I had three hundred dollars to spend on fitness stuff, I would buy like a membership and also swim. Gear I, have no, or I something, mean, you know? I look at it this way: if I'm going to lift weights, I want to be able to see girls there. 
I mean, wait, if I want to lift weights, I right, want to be right. around other people. Other people. Right. Like other humans. Right. You want, you know. Yeah, because it's boring to sit there in your basement and lift weights by yourself. And you not know, can't get motivated or pumped. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I won't, yeah, for sure. So I, I, do, I used to work at about you, – you're an old school dire guy. Um, I used to work out at a place called Last Rep in mm-hmm. Dyer way back. I mean, like late mid, mid to late 90s. It's the only gym that I ever really, really liked. Like, I went to Omni for a while, and it was cool because you go in the middle of the night and be left alone. But Last Rep was the only gym where I was like, you know, this place is cool. Like, I don't think there even was treadmills. It was like the gym in Pumping Iron that um, Lou Ferrigno used, like the one where they had, like, broken equipment. <laughs> yes. you know? It was just Lou Ferrigno's, like, hairy <laughs> dad, like, in the corner screaming, going, you're going to beat him this year. You're <laughs> right. going to beat him. And, like, I would get mad, and I would just go, like... Arnold, bunch of people in Zubas. It was really cool. How did you find that gym? Considering, um, I mean, there was um, probably twenty between you and because I, w- I was a really small, really scrawny dude, right? Like I was just really, really little. And uh, nice I nice to see you've kept that up. And I just, I was, I was less small and less little. And uh, I started lifting a little bit, and I think I was like a freshman in high school, and this dude was like. When I was in high school, there was, like, designated freshmen, like, older dudes that thought you were okay with, like, okay, well, they would look, look look out for you, like, I won't let anybody kick your ass too much, but I get to kick your ass sometimes, but anyways, so this dude was like, well, you can come to the gym with me, so I went with him. Sure kidney belts. Yeah, exactly, but this place was, like, it was just, like, free weights, maybe, if it was a machine, it was one of those kinds, of like, a rack system, like, at best. It was no frills. It was just a Smith cage, right? Without like you just have to I, I make up your own exercises. Is on that it. what it's well? Is that what it's called when it's just like like a big metal rack that you can like, like yeah. drop you your get inside on. of it? It's like a giant rectangle, and you can just do different like. No, nah, I just mean like like big cages that you either torture somebody or set your bar on when you're mm-hmm. done. Yeah, it had a... that, and it like smelled like a gym sock. And every once in a while, you'd see a guy go into the locker room, which Dude, was it's the lo- locker room was like the size of a, like a phone booth. He, he would come out really angry and ready to pump hard. I think that it was, it was, it looked like a place where just like le- everyone's leftover. Like, you're, me and you would be like, hey, let's open a gym. Let's go to our buddies' parents' houses and just see like what kind of stuff's laying around. Like, you got that right. wheel, you got the wheel with the handles. <laughs> Nobody knows what that thing is <laughs> yeah. for, but we're going to use it. It's going to be exactly. there in case somebody chooses to use like it. There's like random belts that don't fit anything. Remember the old Hulk Hogan, like, red handle thing with the, it had like springs in the middle and you just pull it? Well, I, think, I think you pretended like it was an iron bar. Like, you'd bend it. No, not that. You know I mean, it like, didn't bend like that way. Sp- this one was just like loose springs, like a slinky in between. It was the one that, if you remember, oh. um, uh, Stallone had it in his truck for uh, during uh, an over the top, like he had it hooked to right, <laughs> right, and you could do reverse, right. I'm thinking about that bar that's like, like sit, I know what you're like, talking about. It's like springs in the it's middle, it's a hard spring, and if you're awesome, you bend it, right. and if you're really awesome, you do it to a real steel movie mm-hmm. or a real steel bar in a movie. Anyways, I saw real steel. It, it's uh, I, I don't, it was the only, it was the only gym that I ever really thought like, like this is badass. Like, that I go, like, I like this place. This is cool. Because, like, like I said, they didn't have any good equipment, but the people that were, that worked out there were huge and pretty angry. Not until they went into the locker room. They were nice. And they came out of the locker room really mad and angry, which I guess helped them lift. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Could I didn't be. get the science behind it. But they came in nice and calm, went to the bathroom for a while, and they came out really angry and twice the size. But that was, that was like, my favorite gym ever. ever. Other than that, like... I don't know. It doesn't. I didn't feel any any kindred spirits. I, it has to be like a little roid rage hole in the wall for me to enjoy it. But I I have worked out in the past, and 
It, it's, it's, if you don't have other people around, you're going to quit. There's no way. I can. I just don't get people that like, you know, the guy that's got a the heavy bag hanging in his basement and his weight's down there. It's like when you set that up, the day you set it up, you got about a week's lifespan before that's over. That's it's weird. It's not happening. That's so weird that you say that because I do not like working out like with. I thought you were going to be like, my brother Mark again. He has the. Uh... <laughs> my brother Mark has a gimp mask and a fucking <laughs> heavy bag hanging in his basement. I, I, I will work out with somebody else if they want. But I really just like being left alone and doing it myself. Yeah, but don't you like being able to see other things around, like look around at the same time? Yeah, I don't like to do it at home. Like I, I, That's what I'm saying. Like I skip rope and stuff like that, and sometimes I do it in the driveway, but I would prefer to go wherever I'm going to just even do that. Even, I want to be left alone, but the act of going there means like, okay, I'm here, I'm committed, I'm doing it. That's why you put headphones on and people leave you alone. Well, yeah, but I mean like in your house, you can start and then, oh, I'll, I'll do something like, you know, uh, let me check. Something's. Let me take something out of the freezer. Let me that's check why the TV. You, that's why, at least if you're somewhere, yeah, that's what you're there you for. Get it done and then you leave. That's what you're there for. So you sold yours for three hundred bucks. That dude could have got what seven years at last rep. Oh, easily. Yeah. But that's yeah, so you're, now like you're going to sell your drums too. Yeah, my drums are already packed up in cases and everything. How much? Probably three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks for a drum set? Probably. How many pieces? Five. I'll give you 40 bucks. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's going to be sweet, too. Man, you're, you're talking, like, you're convincing me to sell I just all feel my like, stuff now. Well, the, I, I feel like uh, I have so many guitars, and I just, you know. I'll buy those, too. When, when you get in a situation where uh, you, you find, like, somebody has a musical instrument that's cheap. Like, if somebody, if I knew somebody that's like, yeah, I'm getting rid of an alto saxophone, I'd be like, how much? And yeah. I would just take it and try to learn how to play it. Yeah. You know, and uh, banjo, whatever you got. If it's cheap enough, I'll play a, a harpsichord. Music instruments are like books. It's like, just buy it in case. You yeah, might you read it. Leave you might, it out because be people awesome. might think you play it. Right. People <laughs> might think you read. They might think you play it. <laughs> right. It might make you smarter. You don't know. But now my goal is to, I thought about even making a, a bar in that room. Look why at, can't all it of a sudden, be both? You just why look, can't it be both? It can be. I just don't know how to do it. I have no idea where I'll to even start. Bar. All right. There you go. It's easy, man. Can I not be here when you're here, though? You don't have to be here. You don't have to be here. But if I if I'm here, I'm bringing my dog, and then you're, and your and dog's I'm going, going the, and I'm going swimming with your dog in the pool. Both of us. This is Jessica Hernandez of Jessica Hernandez and the Deltas, and you're listening to the Hey My Man podcast. I can build a lot of shit, dude. I build a fence. I, I took I took vacation from work. I had eight days off of work. In that eight days, I spent the first three, three of them, digging holes, chopping roots, and uh, pouring concrete to make this fence. But I did it. I did it, and I had the help of my father-in-law, but not as much this time. I took one step toward, um, I don't know, ma- masculinedom. Is that a word? I'm pretty sure that's a word. Yeah. You can Google that later. Um, one more step toward independence, I guess, because at least setting it up straight, digging the holes, Setting the post, getting it all ready. At least I did that. My father and I still went to Menards, Home Depot, and Lowe's to look. Here's I don't know when's the last time you bought like lumber to make like a to do like a job. Mm, Two thousand and one. Okay, you went there now. Well, I no, I I put the wall up in my basement, but I mean, I think my dad probably went and picked all the lumber. Well, we went to three different places. Like I said, three local. Where you're like uh, looking down the barrel of the two bite, you're holding it up. Yes. Like, Yes. He, he does every single one. He's like, this isn't true. This like, is... What's that mean? <laughs> it's like, why is this wood lying to you? 
Uh, this is one of those things. I don't know if it's like an old, older generation thing, and it's. I don't know if it's gonna get passed down or not, and I'm not sure if it should. Maybe it should. We must have looked through five stacks, like forklift stacks of wood. You pull out a piece. First, you check to see if it's true. You don't want. You don't want any. Um, you don't want it to have any. You don't Curve, want the crown to be right. too big. You don't want it to be bowed. Then you check for like cracks and knots. Dude, it's wood. Right. By the way, we ain't buying the real expensive wood. We're not going like, give me the top shelf, super nice, right? Premium. This isn't premium wood. This is like gutter wood. You're like, give me the chief keef of wood. Give me the two chains of wood, <laughs> but I don't want any knots in it. So in order to do that, you have to go through all. We're looking. Finally, I'm like, look, man, like, I don't, I don't know how to politely say this, so I just won't say it at all. I guess, but my wife's probably going to paint this fence. I'll be in the car. Just let me know when you got the stuff. And yeah, and that's the thing. They're like, they're two buys, two by sixes or whatever, one buys, whatever we're buying. And if it's got a knot, like, it's, it's, are we going to convince somebody this is not wood? <laughs> like, are we going to put it up and go, what do you think of this fence? Looks a lot like wood, don't it? Right. You know, they go, I could have swore that fence was made out of wood. Nope. Go ahead and look for knots. Right. That ain't wood. It's, it's, gives it that authentic feel. Yeah, it's like... I mean, how much does not is he saying the knot just doesn't look good for presentation purposes, or it weakens the wood if there's a knot in it? No, it doesn't weaken it. It looks bad, and it looks like cheap wood. You flip it over, and you put it on the inside. But there was a point when I had to ask him, like, I, well, I had to just state to him, I go, I guess I'm just not sure what wood is supposed to look like. Well, how many times have you ever gone over to someone's house and inspected every single uh, you know piece of their fence? Not, less than six. <laughs> for, for sure like sure i i guess the the nicest way to say that is i definitely appreciate you wanting me to get the best quality and thank you for pointing out of to course. me what i should be looking at of course. but i don't give a shit about that anymore let's move on i want it to be like i don't want it to be super bowed and i don't want it to look like, like i don't want to look like a pretentious snob either so i'm gonna get some ones with knots on <laughs> right right i want the common folk to be able to look right. at this fence and go I could, I could, I could use that fence. Exactly. But right. It's like a knot here and there is no big deal to me. As a matter of fact, it's wood, and wood's supposed to have some. But dude, we went through every one of these stacks. Makes me miserable thinking. And about. I swear, and I looked at my bracelet and I go, Dave would have thrown this piece of wood down, and he, <laughs> he would have sat he in the car. Pants, my father-in-law. <laughs> Dave would have sat in the air conditioner in the air conditioned car right now and thought about like, damn you and your red sweatpants. I'll just <laughs> sit here and I'll, but I. uh I might have lost a couple of people on that story. But the point is, uh, we went through all these pieces. And like you said, I, I appreciate it. And I want to go like, that's really cool that you're showing me how to do this. However, there come, if we wanted perfect wood, we could A, buy composite material, like the fake decking stuff. It doesn't, it's not real wood. If you want it to look so right. not wood, like, or, um, you know, or we could buy the stuff that costs double and just not go through like is it worth my time is it worth 10 bucks for me to not it's just... worth his time you know he thinks he's doing you a but solid that's the which thing he is. is it's not coming out of his pocket it's coming out of mine so like it doesn't even it doesn't affect him financially he's just doing it because it's the right yeah, thing but, to do yeah he knows that you shouldn't spend that kind of money on it so he's gonna find you the best piece out of right. each, each bundle it's not even affecting him financially <laughs> he's just like this is the the right thing and to he do. would probably be rather be doing other stuff too but he's like i've committed to my daughter's going to have a beautiful fence, whether it kills me or and not. Then, and then it's, and it looks good. And as soon as I put this thing up, my wife was like, oh, I wonder if I should paint it white. And I was just like, it was like, it was like if there was an episode of, if, it was, if I was in an episode of The Office, the moment she goes, what color am I going to paint that fence? I just wanted to look at the camera That's off when screen. you take a two by four and you 
crack it right over her head. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with this not free piece of wood. Yeah, but I would have looked at the camera in the, in the side of the room and just been like, you know what I mean? Ugh. And it would have been our silent joke that we... But this is these are the things you do. It's the only way to become a man is to do these things over I just and paid over. a guy to put my fence up. I mean, he did bring a dog to my house, which was irritating, but that was really the only irritating part of it. I, just, I put it actually, up, and I felt good about it. I shut my door. I pulled the drapes. I told the guy that I was going to be gone for the day, and I sat inside and watched TV, and I didn't let him use my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so he did he leave the premises or did he poop in a bucket i have no idea he took it with him if he did you would have known if he, he took it with bucket. him if he did i put up a fence i felt like i felt like a man it was nice <laughs> i have to my t- son got to see what? me do it too okay so there's there's something to be said he's gonna grow up one day and be like i don't remember my dad building a fence but he told me he did <laughs> right. so there's that Uh, I forgot to tell you when I sold the weights, you know, on that, uh, on that Facebook page, a guy, so this, this bid bidding war was happening and I had put it up on like two or three of those different websites and on an alternate one, uh, no bullshit. A guy asked me if I would, he goes, I have a working moped. Would you consider a trade? And I'm like, first of all. I'm a guy that's selling weights. <laughs> He's so, offended. so either I'm a, I'm a guy that is like no longer into weights because I'm old and decrepit or can't lift weights anymore. But what gives you the impression? I mean, even if you look at my profile picture moped. or you, you take you take a look through my Facebook profile, the part that's open to the public, mm. uh, what gives you the impression? Who rides a moped? I laughed. I just put. I just, I thought the guy was joking, but he was dead serious. So as I start looking through, that all was the, his first option. Yes, as current. He's like, I have a working moped. Would you consider a trade? And I thought. What was hilarious was as I start going through these other three, I, you know, I look through all the other ads or whatever, and I see people, I've told you before, one of the most annoying things is when people, they advertise a product or they're selling something. And then in the background, there's just like, like, this is a, we're getting rid of this mattress and there's a huge like piss stain on it or something. Or <laughs> I love it. I, there I was one the other it. day where somebody put one up like that and somebody's like, what's that stain? And the person's like, I don't know, but the price is still, you know, X, Y, Z. And it, it's like, can you please present your, or they'll say, this is the product, does need cleaning. How about taking the 15 minutes to clean it or check the bed? <laughs> there was a, another good one where there was a bed in a basement and there was mold all over the wall behind it. It was like a cinder black wall with like mold all over the wall. Oh. And, pe- and, and people were like, I'm not, the bed probably has like mold spores on it. Enough like, about you know, your mattress. I'm worried about your lungs. <laughs> That's it. You know, it reminds me of that picture of the, uh, the notorious one that went around the internet. It was like a black female posing like a sexy picture and there's like a turd in the toilet behind her. <laughs> I love it. I it's love like it. you check the background, prepare. Does Twitter a, have a version of this? I don't know. Maybe. Because I kind of want to get involved. You, you don't take your kids to like, you know, get a glamour shot in their, you know, after they've been playing in the mud for, you know, so... You don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You're right. <laughs> Somebody does. Somebody does for sure. Me and my brother went out for a cigar the other day. And while we were there, the guy, one of the guys who runs the place had unfortunately had a heart attack recently. Uh, so we were talking to some of the guys at the cigar shop and they were like, oh yeah, you know, he, he had done this and he had done this and 
uh, finally he, he decided after like a week worth of this, that, uh, you know, pain here and, and not feeling good. And he went and, and, you know, he was, he was started sweating real bad and he, he, uh, but he went to the gym and he ran for another hour on the treadmill and then he came home and he still wasn't feel bad. And finally, when he went to the doctor, the doctor said, Oh my God, you have a hundred percent blockage. Um, if you wouldn't have run for 45 minutes on the treadmill, you might've died. And I said, has there ever been a time where somebody has a heart attack and the doctor doesn't say whatever they did just precedent to getting to the hospital that the doctor said, if you didn't do that, or if you would have gone five more minutes doing that, you would have died. It's always like, you know what I mean? The doctor never goes, you had about six or seven more weeks and you probably would have been in bad shape. It's always like, oh my God, whatever you did, that saved your life. You Like the guy says, oh, I was feeling like totally terrible. I, and I, I, I laid down to take a nap and uh, I woke up and the next thing I know it was an ambulance and the doctor goes like, oh, well, thank God you took a nap because that rest brought you through that extra 15 minutes that kept you alive to get you to the hospital. And there's do never. Do you think that's their way of explaining just like you didn't die? So let me find a reason. I don't know what right, it is. So let it's me just, find like it's it's, it's it's like, OK, I'll be the doctor. You just had a heart attack and I'll show you how it goes down. I just okay. had a heart attack. Yeah, you just had a heart attack. Well, I mean, we got the results back and it says you had a heart attack. What happened before you came in here? Uh, I was uh, I was mowing the grass. I started my arm started feeling oh, real bad. Oh, you were mowing the grass. Yeah. Uh, yeah How was, long were you mowing the grass for? Oh, I, yeah, 25, 20, 30 minutes. About thirty minutes, but that, a half hour of grass mowing. Okay. Yeah. Then I decided to take a break because I just wasn't feeling right, mm-hmm. and I never I've, I've never taken. Did you come in right away after that? Yeah. It's a good thing you mo- you were mowing the grass for how long? Did you say? Like 30 minutes. It's a good thing you were mowing the grass for at least a half an hour. Because if you were not mowing the grass, if you hadn't if you hadn't mowed the grass for 30, there's no other activity. Well, then I sat down and I watched uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm for, I watched two episodes. I, I started to feel a little bit better. And Let me then, ask you this. Were your feet up or down? Uh, down. It's a really down. good thing, you sat, with, grass really good thing that you sat with your feet down afterwards, after the mowing the grass, because... Had your feet been up, you literally would have died. Then I felt like I had to, I had to poop really bad, so I went into the bathroom and I, I started. And then my heart. Oh, like, you did try test. to poop. Good, good. Yeah, I did. And, and I know they say that you know that's a could sometimes yeah. be a sign. Did you, of, what, did you or no? Yeah, I actually. Uh, it's a good thing that you were able to pass. Had that not happened, you'd be dead for sure. That, that so that that's basically my whole point was like no matter whether you go there, uh, you've been in a car accident. Every guy, right, every right. single person has that story where they go, you know, the doctor told me if it had been six more inches, if it had been one centimeter over, if it had been, it's like, is it always that close of a call? <laughs> You're right. Is it I always do, that close? You do of- hear that a lot. It's always like, hey, they said, I mean, if, had I continued smoking <laughs> cigarettes for one more day, there's there's. 100% chance I would have had lung cancer. It's like, wait, I mean, I mean, all right. I guess the way it is is like this. Either they caught it in time or they didn't catch it in time. But I don't necessarily know that they could come, they, they could figure it down to the, the millisecond on no. how close they caught it or how far, you know, I'll tell you what, if that thing would have been one millimeter over, would have been, you know, would have been blind for life. Or and if, then you know, if you question, let us go. Well, it wouldn't be good, would it? And you go like, no. Uh, well, no. Nobody questions. Nobody questions it because it helps provide you a story to tell other people. I mean, if I said, "Hey, I went to the doctor, and he he told me that it was like it was literally like a light year away from actually doing anything detrimental to my body," you'd be like, "Well, that's a great story. What's better for him? You know what I'm saying? Like, for me to give an actual like." 
smaller volume of, of uh, distance away or, right. or some large thing that, you know, isn't a, an interesting story. So I feel like if a shark bites you at all for a doctor to turn around and say like, oh, you, I mean, you lucked out because if he would have bit you like a little higher, he would have bit this part of you. Yeah, you know, no it's shit. the same thing with shootings too. It's like I took nine bullets and they said if, had I got shot a quarter of a millimeter Right. An an eighth of a millimeter to either direction, which never made sense to me. I'm like, well, one would be farther away, right? They go, if you would have got shot an inch in either direction, right. you would have bled replaced. out. It's like, well, no, I mean, I mean, one would have been right in the bad spot, and one would have been <laughs> kind of just through some meat, and you would have been okay. But it's like, well, ha- half inch in either direction, and you would have been dead. I Luckily, hate, you took 13 bullets, and it, it didn't hit anything I important. hate to shit on people's parade, but, like, you know, when... You have these people that are paralyzed or people that are like, and, and they go like, you know, the doctor said I would never walk again. Well, he's wrong. He's just wrong. It wasn't the faith. It wasn't your faith in God. It wasn't your prayers. He, he was incorrect. Well, it he, he, gave, he, he, he sort of, uh, you know, he looked at the situation and said, it's probably just not going to happen. I'm going to go, I'm going to roll the dice on this one. But he, yeah. you know what I mean? He didn't do that to. It's not like when when somebody says like does the reverse psychology and tells their fighter like oh you know uh, you're uh, you're losing even though when they know they're winning just so they continue to fight that much right. harder the doctor is really just he's basing it on his his training his experience his his history in cases you know like this and he's counting you out so you know what I mean it's it's not by the grace of anything except for the fact that uh, the injury wasn't as bad as the doctor initially thought it was no and it's in the doctor's best interest to always say you'll probably never walk again probably right because if not okay go you know and he go, told me get in your wheelchair don't say. bother nobody right go watch you know whatever it is on TV or, or you know otherwise it's motivation well nobody's I guarantee there's never been a guy that you know started walking again and then and then said saw the doctor walking down the hallway and went up to him and, you know, confronted him and said, you said I'd never walk again. Huh? Remember? <laughs> remember that time? Hey, hey, stupid doctor. Remember? <laughs> I've been depressed ever since you said that. Look at these shoes. These shoes have been walking all day. Does a little soft shoe. <laughs> <laughs> you said I'd never dance again either, you son of a bitch. But even like, you know, you uh, people who go from being like paralyzed to like playing professional football again or it's like, I think your doctor was a little bit off on this one. And maybe he needs to step away. It's like you watch that show to catch a contractor with Adam Carolla. (laughs) And at the end, they tell a guy like, how about you just don't do contracting anymore? And that's what I tell the doctor. Like you were so off the mark. Just, right. just don't, you can continue to be the doctor. Just don't make any more predict. Call another guy. Do you want accountability? You want accountability on their predicting? I just feel like I would rather you not tell me either way. Do you think people really even hear that from the doctors or they all just talking shit? Like, do you think people really just, like, the doctor goes, yeah, your leg's messed up pretty bad. It's going to be a long, hard road, and we'll see. And then when they get the cameras on them and they do a documentary, they go, doctor said I'd be getting fed through a straw the rest of my life. I'd never be able to read, write, or walk again. You know what I mean? Do you yeah. they embellish? How many doctors actually go, look, you ain't walking? I think it depends on how You're hot. You're just not going. How hot your wife is, because if the doctor looks to your wife mm. and goes, he's never going to walk again. But uh, so that lets you know that he can't chase you down. He can't do anything about any anything you're doing. Right. He's not going to be able to follow up on you. Right. He's going to be. I mean, even if he does walk again, he's going to be less than average I mean, in the sack. What's the guy that uh, was Ray Rice? You know, the guy that knocked out his wife. Yeah. 
So you look at a situation like Ray Rice, he gets hurt on the football field, and the, you know the doctor just turns to his wife and goes, "Yeah, he's not gonna be able to walk again." And she just walks right up to him and just you know gives him a backhand across the mouth or something <laughs> like that. He's never gonna be able to make the same fist he used to <laughs> right. be able to make. Like these knuckles are never gonna be able to punch you again. I don't know how to tell this. I don't know how to say this to you guys. But in the worst Your case, marriage scenario, is going to be changed forever, for sure. Things are going to change. Um, <laughs> whoever's in charge, that's going to move around a little bit. Say uh, your right hand. Your left hand will still make a fist. But we both know his jab's worth a shit. I got to go back to Indianapolis this next week here. So I'll be back. I won't be in that hotel anymore. I'm going to be in central, in actually in the city this time. You're going to go to Jimmy Blaine's? I was going to ask you what the name of that place was. I think it's I think it's Blaine's. Jimmy Blaine's. I I may be wrong. All it's right. it's on the website. There's a picture of it on on the Hey My Man uh, yeah, dot com website. Which by the way, you guys should check out. There are pictures for you to peruse and mm-hmm. things for you to yell at us you, about. Yeah, you can add comments and, and contribute. I want to say it was called Jimmy Blaine's. I think so. Let me know if you go to a cigar bar and you. How go, did you find it? So um, the guy knew about it, right? Guy knew about it. Right. It's right next to like the square. If you go to a cigar bar right next to the square and you happen to go down a couple flights and it looks like a sex I'll take dungeon, pictures. it looks like a sex dungeon, you're there. I'm definitely going. There's no doubt about it. I just need oh, to find dude. the place. Wait till you find like a uh, red, like like velvety padded couch. It's got to sit on that sucker. It's Oh, it seems it's gonna be great. Uh, but w- w- what I was talking about, I, I forgot to bring this up last time because again, I'm going to a seminar, and you know. In high school, everybody hates that guy that uh, always, you know, the guy that asks the questions or says it, you know, reminds a teacher that there's no homework or whatever. Mm-hmm. But nothing, especially when you're a professional and you're, you know, you're a grown man, grown woman, you're in a seminar. Like most of the time, your your company sends you there, and it's like it's just like filler because they need to give you like X amount of training for the year or whatnot. Does anybody really need to ask a question? I mean, I it, correct me if I'm wrong, but usually they do about. 45 minutes of actual presentation and then they give you on on, on the hour a 10 minute to 15 minute break mm-hmm. between sections right so you get up and yeah. stretch yeah because i think they say like that's the way people learn in chunks easier uh, if they are able to get lose you get if you just right. sit there forever they'll lose so you. why can't people hold their questions till that point they you, they, you they know feel you're like they need minute. every single person to hear their stupid question and usually it's a stupid question because yeah, I have a theory the room, on this. And my theory is that they don't need to know the answer to that question. Not really. Or maybe they do want to know the answer. But more importantly, they want everyone to know that they're thinking about it and that they're into it more than you. Well, that's different. See, okay, I look, I, 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 when there's a difference between the question asker and the contributor. The contributor, I had in the last one I was at, I had, it was a female, an older lady, and she kept on, the instructor, uh, you know, is, is talking or whatever, and she keeps on raising her hand and providing or challenging the instructor. And it's like, at some point, he was just like, with all due respect, this is the curriculum, and, and it's we put this together over like a 20-year span, and, you know, if you have any other further questions or comments, like, you know, I'll hit you at the break. Yeah. And just was like, you know, rolling, rolling her eyes or mm. every slide that came up and it was like, well, that's not right. Well, <laughs> but the, there's the comment maker, which is like you said, a person who just wants everyone to know, like I have, in addition to what you've said, I'd also just like to add for the rest of the class because mm. I have my own personal experience mm. in this matter. 
Sadly, in my adult years, I've been in way more adult classrooms than when, when than, you were than I should be proud of, or than I should have been in my twenties. <laughs> right. My twenties should have had a lot of classrooms. Didn't thirties had a lot. But uh, there is some of the guys that you've covered, but what I've noticed, and it doesn't matter where, and it doesn't matter what the topic is, and it doesn't matter who's teaching. There's always going to be the way over prepared guy. The guy who comes the in. The guy that brings his laptop. Oh, the guy who comes in, he's got his laptop, he's got a pen and a pencil and a marker and something else and his phone and his wallet because he doesn't like to sit on it because it's too fat. And everything is set out. Like his, his, his shit looks like, it's like Flight of the Navigator. Like there's just stuff everywhere around him. Like he's built into this pod. I mean, haven't you been to enough classes where he, you he know now. He brought a now, ruler. Like why do you bring a ruler? <laughs> where you know now that. If your company is paying for like you know uh, you to travel somewhere for a seminar, the people that are putting on the seminar provide you with material. So they're going to give you like a, a PowerPoint that's been photocopied and put into a book and already little, stapled. Yeah, so you don't need to bring. All you need is a pen, and you, you can really bring a notebook if you want. But put it to the side. But the overprepared guy brings several of each, probably one in his pocket too. He's probably overdressed. His posture is probably overdone. But he's sitting there like, game on. Let's learn this shit. And he's sorely disappointed for the next couple of days. Like, oh, I guess I'm not going to need all these supplies. <laughs> my protractor. There's the what if guy. And I hate this guy more than anyone else in the class. The, the, when the guy's going over a topic, or gal, is going over a topic, and they do the what if. Because they make it, they break it down to a dumb level to where they wish the instructor or teacher or professor to ahead of time go, hey, I'm going to tell you guys about something. Um, just to clarify ahead of time, there may be some dumbass scenario in your head that you might have made up that contradicts this scenario. But I'm going to base this on pretty much normal logic and my experience. Right. There's one guy that's going to go, well, well, what if when you're trying to give medicine to somebody, they turn into a, a cartoon character without a mouth and all of a sudden they can't have anything and it's... And, and the whole class needs to collectively throw fruit at that guy or vegetables. Just send them to the principal. Actually, tomato is a fruit. But you can throw – yeah, just throw – just like get the fuck out. The what if guy sucks. Um, the oh, I've got a story to add, but it doesn't add. It just doubles down your point. Say someone's talking about um, – they're just talking about like sales, you know, and they're going like, well, you can go door to door and this and that. It's, well, some guy raises his hand and will say, well, I used to do sales and we would go door to door. And so, I mean, you're right about about going door to door because I used to do that. Right. And it's like, we all know you did it. You just repeated what that guy says. That guy needs to get slapped. But usually there's maybe f- three, depending on the size of the class, two to three people that fit those bills. And they're the, they're the constantly the... Oh. But... The worst, obviously, everyone's going to agree with this, is the the Friday late question asker. When the teacher's even like, hey, I, I literally butted this class up to like me going to the airport. I got so a hard out. I got to get, get out of here. And the guy's like, could you just go over again for everybody just so we're clear? I mean, I heard some people talking in one of the breaks. And I know there were some other people that felt the same way I do that maybe aren't going to ask. But just so we're all clear. And the teacher's like, yeah. I, uh, we, the, our company prepared CDs. All of the information provided will be on those CDs. There's a website. Yeah. I have a, uh, Apple two E. Is that going to be compatible? Or do you have a floppy? Is there a, is there a website? How do we, it's just that you said, you said tortilla, beans, cheese, meat, then 
then salsa and then fold it. That's I mean that's the orcas. What if I wanted to do the salsa and the cheese in a, in a different order? You know that is you know when you have children I hate or you guys so much and you tell your kids uh, that you know they worry about bullying or they worry about that and you just say like hey this is the most this is where it becomes the truest. It doesn't matter how old you are or what in what phase of your life you're in. Those same people will find their way into any facet of your That's life, whether it be in the out. workplace. Like, yeah, those That's people, the out. same people that did the ooh, ooh, Mr. Cotter in class are still <laughs> doing it. They they are like, they may not even want to go to a training. They may be like, I don't want to go to a training. I hate training. But when they get there, they fall right back into the old pattern. So those same, um, those same, gosh, I, I'm, I feel like it cuss too much. But those same annoying people when I was 14. 20 years later, like, they're still doing it. Just wearing, uh, you know. And I'm still in class uh, wanting to throw stuff at Just them. wearing a polo shirt now instead of a, you know, oh, instead of a ministry difference. t-shirt. I failed to mention one super important guy. It's the, I need a ton of attention for no reason guy. The guy who yawns like this. <laughs> and like. Or like, starts shuffling around to let the teacher know that it's about that break time. Like, he's overexerting the. Yeah, the, like, when I yawn, it's too big. And I've been guilty of being this a little bit, but by accident, because I'm a loud dude. But, like, the stretching too much, the, the lip smacking, just shit that's, like, pay attention to me instead of the guy that's, like, in charge. But I just need you to look at me and know that I'm here. What about the inappropriate... I hate that guy The so inappropriate much. snack eater. Like the person who opens the bag of like <laughs> cellophane and chips while the teacher, it's yeah. like, and they try, they, they first try to do it, you know, sort of, so, and then they realize yeah. like, this is just going to be labor. So I'm just going to tear this thing off right now. <laughs> Take them five and, minutes to open a bag like, of cigar I know everyone's going to turn around and look at me as soon as this happens, but let's just get this over with right now because otherwise it's like, well, I've been that guy and I like, I like the slow peel and it's, it's like, oh, everyone here. So, and if you look down to slide two and, <laughs> and if, and if you all notice, turn to page 43 and you look like it just keeps going. Eventually you go like, they've all, I've been found <laughs> like, like I've been spotted. Like, there's no more clandestine yeah, just, activity just. And so you'll just, you know, it's look at the bottom of page 45 and there's a, everyone, <laughs> and everyone turns around. You're like, did, did anybody want any? I just only have like three in here. But. Like, since I've got all your attention, <laughs> Hey, does anybody like these ride chips? Because I got Gardetto's, but I don't like ride chips. So if anybody wants some. On the flip side of that, I hate that dude also so super annoying is the teacher who prepare, like gives you the giant book and prepares a bunch of, uh, you, you like, you know, you see the, the PowerPoint come up and it says like, you know, 175 slides. And then he, every, he starts skipping through slides. Oh uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about it. Or he just disregards yes. ones and you're like, wait, what? Am I getting the abridged? Did we miss something? Are we trying I to appreciate that getting- guy? Because he knows sometimes he knows it's bullshit, and I know it's bullshit. sometimes you do. But how about the one guy that goes, "Oh, he starts like reading, like teaching a slide." He's like, "Oh, I thought I took that slide out of there." Or he goes, "You know what? Um, I keep forgetting to put this certain slide in here." But let me tell you how great it would have been if you would have saw the slide because it, <laughs> it's actually a really good slide. Or like, hey, you do this. Say you do this class every three months. However, you've been doing it since 1983. <laughs> Yet the pictures in there are like from 86. And I the, go like, look, I know you're into your job and I appreciate you and I respect you. But you think you could have maybe thrown some pictures in? Like He's like, listen, I know that you know we're in the computer age. But does anybody have an overhead projector? Because I do have some overlays <laughs> exactly. that I want. 
There's a bar graph I really need to show you. I, I now this is I want to I want you guys to watch a quick video in relation to drugs at the workplace. <laughs> um, this is Alex P. Keaton. Apparently, he got into some of his sister's pills or something. I was like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> I mean, even if you did the Fresh Prince version of doing drugs, like, it's, you're still 20 years behind, right? It's funny that you say that because I just had this conversation today. We were talking, I was talking to a training with one of my coworkers, and I was like, you know what is the, what's crazy is it almost seems like all the great experiences, training, and the, the biggest progression in um, whether, whatever field you're in happened between 1970 and 1983. <laughs> we haven't learned anything since then. Everybody's we? got the tweed jacket with the uh, you know the leather patches on the elbows, and dusty it, hair. The teacher always say, "Yeah, this video is a little bit old, but just bear with me. The sound quality is not that great, but but you get you'll get the point. It basically it's a great video. The facts and, are the same, right? It, Nothing you know, has changed other than everything. But but other than that, it's the same. And then afterwards, everyone's like laughing because the terminology is different. It may be like uh, specific to a, a certain part of the country that people say, right. like you know, someone's talking about a, a pop or a coke or a, like a, in know. a wood shop when they're like, so you want to use a bandsaw, see? <laughs> and it's like some guy with like like a greaser with like cigarettes rolled up in his sleeve. He's like, well, you're gonna want to wear protective glasses, but. It seems like it's, it's like can somebody stop so... training? Let's stop tra- all training, all training halt for one year. Let's let's just do shot for shot remakes if we can't come up with a new idea. But let's update the, the let's update the material. Do the same bit. thing, but with you can even have the sideburns <laughs> and the dusty hair, but like less grainy footage, right? Like yeah, if you're gonna show me like some guy like stealing a woman's purse and running down the alley, or some guy holding up a KFC like in a in a like welcome to KFC video, like that's fine. But, like, let's have that guy not wearing bell-bottoms and, like, a tight crushed velvet shirt. Like, let's just do the same thing. You can even, like, you can even still be dated. Like, he can show up wearing, like, a hypercolor shirt and, like, Jenko pants or something. Again, like you said, that's still 25 years behind, but we're talking we're 40 better. years behind. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It, doesn't it just take you out when of the whole thing? When I was in junior thing? high school, it was dated. <laughs> right. So now it's like, it's just, it's a joke. But right? you think about it in 1975 or whatever, everyone's like, I understand this. I just totally means something to me. I could totally relate. And now it's like, they need, it's at some point, every industry, because I've seen <laughs> when I worked at, yeah. Bur- when I worked at Burger King and I had to watch the videos about like, you know, how, now you're a you got you got your first job, and you see the kid mm-hmm. like going and working at Burger King, and you see, hello everybody. Now work in the register, you might get robbed. And they have it's like I said, it's still they're still showing the same VHS tape. You go into any back office in a Burger King, they got one of those like uh, TV VCR combos with like thirty VHS tapes on the side of it. Every once in a while, you may have one that was shot from the like the Sandler Farley era, where like they have like hair that swoops over like in, in like a '90s surf style. And the guy would be like, well, you want to be, be cool with your friends smoking drugs on the corner, right? Like, every once in a while you get that and you'll be like, oh, cutting edge shit. You know what I mean? Like, this is, I better pay attention. I think it, when they stop making those after school specials, because I think they got a lot of that stuff from the, uh, or Lifetime. Like, they just tell these actors, like, hey, when you're done doing that movie, we also <laughs> signed you on for a couple of, uh, <laughs> you know, training videos for Zare and uh, service merchandise. And, right. we, we, you know, you could, if we might need you for the Red Lobster one. What not to do with sanitation cleanup. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't think that we've learned anything since 86. Yeah. Probably. Uh, I, I would I would love to find out what the actual like cutoff is for the majority of training videos, like when, when they were actually published. And why? Dude, I mean, even in really important shit. I mean, everywhere from fast food to like, I mean, just like, you know, high, uh, machinery 
to, to working with the public, anything. All these videos are super dusty. Yeah, I mean, it, you know what? It's funny because in every industry I've ever worked yeah, in, Yeah, we have a job, new reality show for every month. Right. So just let's focus. Let's do like instead Especially of... Especially in this day and age, you could make a new safety video with your cell phone. Yeah, it, so the quality of like, would be better than the one from 1970. Right. Instead of like naked, like in dating, like let's just Whoa, use. Let's not get crazy. Well, instead, okay, instead once of, they get to like uh, season four, when it starts, when the rating starts to drop, just bring that crew over to Burger King and be like, in case you get robbed, they can still be naked. All that. You know what I mean? But like, it's like, in case you get robbed, um, they're going to want to put you in the cooler and lock it and then take all the money. Just let them. But like you're gonna show that video of like naked robbers, same same actors and everything, and they're gonna walk them into a cooler. But we're gonna see it in high def. They'll blur out the ass crack, but we'll see it in high def. And, and then like the people that start working at Burger King will go, "Oh, I get it now. Like it makes sense." You know, it's funny because you could say like, "Oh, back then you might see Ed Bagley Jr. in a uh, you know in some sort of a, a yeah. video for training or whatever." If you're lucky, or you know, uh, what's the guy uh, George Went who played uh, 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 from <laughs> Cheers? Cheers? Yeah, from the Cheers, George, or, or, or or the guy? Uh, no, what's it? Uh, uh, Norm. Norm. Or yeah, you I'm could sorry. see like Cliff Clavin on one of these videos or something. <laughs> right. But right, now right. I'd like to like if we could like move them up till now maybe like, like maybe who like would David be the Hyde Pierce once in a while would play like the guy who got picked on <laughs> yeah. or who, something. Who would be the guy that if you were to make a, a, a p- pick a place if you were to make if you had a budget okay of let's let's say you know X amount of dollars you could pick like three character you can't really pick anybody in the the, the big are names. we doing fast food industry are we doing machinery what are we talking here it doesn't matter it can span all you could only pick three actors but they have to be able to star in training videos in any industry that you choose they have to be that they have to be uh utility players that you think could could do well based on my training and experience the guy has to have a mustache so if you don't have a mustache, immediately you're out. And he has to have hair that goes over well, his ears. You could grow one. Anybody could grow a mustache, right? Not anybody. I want something decent. Well, like, I'll tell Ken, what, like Kenny Powers? I'm going to throw Paul Rudd in there because I feel like he's like utility. He can be funny, but he can also deliver the message and it'll go all the way to home. Somewhere I need that. Uh, and then you have to have somebody like like an updated version of the guy who used to do America's Most Wanted. You mean John like, Walsh? Like, yeah, like that dude, but like today. I'm trying so to what do you got? Be. Maybe local TV celebrity Bob Surratt. Still dated because I, I want. He's looking old. Man. I want it to feel dated, but I want it to be in high def. Like I want to see his his crow's feet, <laughs> but but I need the guy to look like he like had a good time in the. Warner 60s. Saunders with the mustache, or <laughs> maybe we'll update it. Maybe we'll update it a bit more. We'll have to find. What about Gosh. Stephen A. Smith? I feel like I don't ever want him on my TV <laughs> for any reason. <laughs> I don't ever I, want to look for at whatever that guy. reason. I feel like oh. he should be the Sam Jackson of of, of safety oh videos. <laughs> well, would he be the contrarian? I don't know what he'd be. I just think that he he's so like they'd be like, like look, look, I, you're happy about this new job at KFC, but there are responsibilities. It, Sometimes people are going to rob the police, and if they come in and they and if they tell you to open the register, you open the register, and Stephen S. Smith be like, listen, I would never ever. Ever open the register for anybody? Because if not, you'd be a punk. And right. like, and they're like hashtag Stephen A says punk, like that, some bullshit. That's why I <laughs> he, like a heckler. I believe he needs to be downgraded from regular pay television or cable to he certainly shouldn't s- get paid. safety videos. 
I also think I think not for. Do you want him to be the bad guy, Michael like Rappaport? The guy that robs his Michael doors? Rappaport would be great in a safety, like a Burger King training video, or like you know some sort of a, a, a he would be entry wonderful. level training video. Michael Rappaport is banging Taylor Swift. He would I think be it'd be wonderful. awesome, dude. You know why too? Because like not only would would like you know back in the day they used to go like they try to level with the kids. Like say it's like say it's like machine shop safety. John C. Riley is my other guy. When we're talking mustache and dusty hair, that's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's what I when you said that's exactly that. what I'm thinking. But like when you talk about Rappaport, like say we're doing like the the wood shop safety, like you got to put your glasses on, right? You 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 got blinders on, man. Like most people go like most people go like, look, these machines are 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 are, are high power, and you could easily get hurt. Michael Rappaport would be like, look look look. You gotta put your fucking glasses on, because first of all, you don't know what you're doing yet. You don't even know how to turn the power on. <laughs> you fuck would, you. He would start belittling, like belittling you. He'd be like, listen, you never even made, you never even made like a wooden clock yet. You fuck you. So you don't even know. So first of all, put your glasses on and don't touch shit until wow. the teacher says to touch the bandsaw. As a matter of fact. Somebody, as a matter of fact, don't even get a big, get some sandpaper. You got blinders on, man. Like, get some sandpaper and take a two by four and just make this shit round. You hipster motherfuckers. Like, he would just, I feel like he would walk in there and just be like, like look, he would belittle you to the point where like, okay, I, I believe this man. I really am dumb and I really don't know what I'm doing. And then Steven is like, look, go ahead. You know what? Go ahead. Like, make a little cut. Make a little, like, like make a quarter inch cut on in the end and they call it a day. Hashtag quarter inch cut. <laughs> Hashtag quarter inch cut. I think definitely Rappaport to belittle you, and then maybe John C. Riley could come in. What about Gutenberg? We could bring him back. He almost belongs in the old ones, though. <laughs> like, like I, 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 he definitely I, belongs. I feel you. Like he, like he has that. He old was a feel. sex symbol in the eighties. Yeah, but at this point, by the time we got this produced and edited, it would again be forty years too old. What about uh, what about the guy? I like John C. Riley. The kids, he'll make them laugh. You need you need an elder statesman though. That's what you're asking. Paul for. Rudd, like Rappaport, a, and Stephen A. Smith. Like a, and Stephen uh, A. Smith would probably be the bad guy, in like you know the burglary videos that we're making. Well, just probably, just probably. I don't even. I mean, maybe Rappaport would be. It's not right. Well, they're both. Yeah, I mean, they both would have ski masks on. You wouldn't even know who's who. <laughs> you wouldn't even know until they started that talking. Shit out. Hashtag burglary. <laughs> Oh god damn, that would be funny. I don't. I mean, look, from I, I want to go on the record saying I don't vote for Stephen A. Smith in the video at all, or for anything. But or, or, I vote or for, for Stephen anything. A. Smith in the unemployment line. But since he's not, since in my mind he's not doing sports videos, and if you want him in these, I want him to play like the. I want him to play like the the guy that did it wrong, like in the tutorial, like you know, silly, like you're at McDonald's and it's like. If the hamburger hits the floor, you don't pick it up and put it back. And it on shows the burger. him like stalling and it shows out. And shows like, him a pick it up and put it back on the burger. <laughs> like B. It yeah, it shows it slip off the grill and hit the burger, and then the freeze frame. And Stephen A. Smith looks up like <gasps> with his mouth agape, and like, did anyone see me drop that burger? And, and then, that's what I'm saying. You could have Rappaport as the manager come in, and he's like look, in a freeze frame. He's like, look, look, the burger hit the fucking floor. For first of all, the burger hit the floor. Okay, now you're gonna put it back on the bun. You're gonna be you're gonna get all mad. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that that would be good. You could have you could have options all over this thing. <laughs> Maybe I mean the thing you can eat that in plots, but like I'm not saying that Stephen A. Smith has to rob the place, although that would work too. He doesn't have to, but like he could be the guy that did it wrong. Or like say, okay, that's another scenario. He's taking the trash out, you know what I mean, by himself at night, 
You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to have somebody come with you. You want someone to back the... Stephen A. Smith's just tra- dragging his garbage bag with the garbage juice falling out the corner, <laughs> and he's going to the dumpster. He's about to throw it in when two guys come from behind the dumpster. Maybe Rappaport again. <laughs> maybe John C. Riley. Maybe even Paul Rudd with ski masks on, and they got knives out. And freeze frame, what do you do? You know, McLovin? and Rappaport comes back out and says, like, what he should have done, what he shouldn't have done. How about McLovin? That'd be fine. Or, he, no, the Jesse Eisenberg or somebody. McLovin is bit. almost typecasting. Like, he belongs in a bachelor <laughs> joint. Like, so it'd be like, let's not pick on him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stephen A. Smith needs to do his time. <laughs> he should have made his bones somewhere. I wonder what he did before. I don't want anyone else. What's that show, First Take? Yeah, yeah. Him and... Uh, it's awful. Oh, there. who's that other guy? God, it's the worst. It's a dude, a chick. I, it's the older guy. The older guy. The, uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith and then that white guy who sucks so bad. But <laughs> I, 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 it'll come to me later. But uh, first take on ESPN2. I'll tell you this. If you like sports, I don't know how you watch that show. Oh, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. Skip yeah, Bayless yeah. and Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> so what I'm saying is both of those dudes at least need to do their time. Or Michael Imperioli. Yeah, yeah, he'd be fine too. But at this point, I'm punishing Smith. Right. I, at this point, like you've got me. So I get him. Want him in the video at all? But if he is, I want him to be the doofus in every scenario. You know, what I mean, like the guy that screwed up the garbage, or like like in the sexual harassment video, like which are also pretty dated, but they're more early '90s. It's like when we go, hey, we're working on that project together. Let me tell we're- you what, sexual harassment was a problem in the '70s, in the '80s, in the aughts. It's still a problem now, so don't dismiss it. No, I'm just saying most of the videos were taking place like. And I'm ju- sure Stephen A. Smith was <laughs> was guilty. He's of probably that harassed all. so many women. <laughs> he might even just be like, "Oh, this job is going to be sweet." Like, like you know, like Hashtag acting booby squeeze. You know what I did? What I did for this role is that went like, uh, uh, what, "What is uh, what is what's his nuts that played Lincoln? What's that guy's name? Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. What do they call like a uh, character acting? No. Or, uh, what do you call uh, that when you like immerse yourself into it? I know I'm sounds stupid. Uh, you know what I'm talking about like when yeah, you like immerse on. yourself uh, into it. Um, method acting. Method, yeah. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith's like when they when they do the uh, sexual harassment, he's like, I'm a method act this bitch. I'm a method act this <laughs> like a mug. You don't even know. He's gonna start grabbing everyone's ass on set. Well, that's he's like, that bad I think of a person. De Niro at this point could probably go down and just do a training videos because he I mean that's the next step. He's gone on like a, a complete progression downhill wrong. Yeah, I just don't I love how you just don't want to participate in it. You're right, man. Well it's not that I don't agree with you, I just don't want to help it. Like, yeah, he's plummeting. It's not going to be on my shoulders. Not on my watch. <laughs> I'm bringing Stephen A. down. Let's get Bayless. Whatever happened to Brian Dennehy? You, remember, you know what? Yeah, I mean, after... He played under, uh, Tommy Boy's dad? Well, after Under Siege 2. Is he dead? You he's can not go, in Under Siege 2, is he? Who's the bad guy in that? I don't know. Yeah, when they're on the boat? There's some dude that dresses up like a chick and jumps out of That's a cake. That's Under Siege 1. Is it? Yeah, it's Tommy, oh, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, oh, number two's on the train, right? Yeah. Okay, number one, who jumps out of a cake? Uh, Brian Dennehy, right? It's a it's a Playboy Playmate? No, it's like a dude. No, it's not. Who is the... Is Brian Dennehy in Under Siege 1? No. Are you serious? No, he's not. I feel like he is. I, you, you're asking me... I feel like there's like a joke. Like there's a, no. Okay. There was no joke. There was a hostage situation. It was very serious. <laughs> there's no, there's no joke. All right, maybe I'm... Maybe I'm making shit up and extremely tired, but I feel like he was in there wrong, and he was doing like a like a no, nope. 
I'm gonna have to hit IMDb. Well, there's. I mean, definitely. We. I would love to. Uh, I think Stephen A. Smith is a strong front runner. Who's straight? The point is, if we're making these videos, <laughs> right? You, I mean, you got me. You got me. IMDb and Under Siege Two. No, you got yourself IMDb and Under Siege Two. Yeah, but the point is, if we're gonna make these videos, I want Stephen A. Smith to be the doofus. <laughs> I want. I want Paul Rudd to be the comic relief, and I want John C. Riley. Your Rappaport's out now. Rapport's straight gonna, man. He's going to be the other guy that comes in and talks shit. <laughs> All right. He's just the hype man. Well, he's he's the um, informer. Like he's the one that's going to let you like Enforcer? set it like, like set it straight. No, the informer. narrator. Yeah, kinda, kinda. But he's the one that's going to set it straight. Like you, like this is the wrong way. This is the right way. I'm going to set it straight. That for makes you. sense. That's all I got for you. All right. Well, hey, before we go, I just wanted to tell you, I sent you a text message real quick about uh, watching this documentary. Like 20 things to talk about and ended up doing like 20 minutes on a fucking instructional video. <laughs> uh, I sent you a message before you came over to watch this uh, documentary called uh, The 7-5. Yeah. And it's about a police officer, uh, Mike Dowd, in uh, New York in the uh, early 80s and into mid-90s and the corruption that him and a couple of other of his uh, compadres were involved in while they were police officers uh, working in New York City. It's it's if you liked uh, Cocaine Cowboys, I don't know if you ever saw that documentary, but it's, it's really good, amazing. It's probably one of my favorite like like true crime documentaries. This is this is right up. One there. of the best villains ever. Oh yeah, that Spider Woman or whatever the hell yeah. they call her. God damn, is she good? Uh, oh, so, Gary Busey. That's who I got confused with. Brian oh. Dennehy. I don't know how you made that comparison. Because they're two big, overweight, weird-ass-looking dudes. Uh, Gary Busey was not... He wasn't overweight in that, at that oh, point. Oh, bite your tongue. He, he wasn't, wasn't overweight in that. I wouldn't call him svelte. I think that was before the uh, before he was in his motor, traumatic motorcycle accident. Yeah, but his teeth weighed about 10 more pounds okay, than All right, up. you got me there. But anyway, check... Uh, if I could tell you guys to do anything <laughs> this week, Busey. check out the uh, the documentary, The uh, the 7-5. It's, it's pretty awesome. I'm hoping, you know, as much as I don't want to give any pub to this guy, because... You know he's a corrupt police officer. Uh, I would, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be mad at Scorsese if he uh, talked to this guy about doing a little movie. Deal. Where can you find this film? I got it on iTunes. I rented it for I think it's six bucks. If you want to rent it on iTunes, uh, I think you can get it on Google as well. Maybe Amazon Prime. I'm not sure though. Sounds good. Got anything? I saw Trainwreck this week. I'll review it next week. All right. Uh, so that's it. Are you playing anywhere this week? In the upcoming no. week, no, no. All right, well, I'll be in Indi- I'll be in Indianapolis, and of course, I'm sure I will have. Uh, I'm not going to Uber, dude. You have to Uber. I'm afraid, man, dude. You have to Uber. How much did it cost you? About half a cab. So, like, you could Uber for like three bucks. They were going to bother picking you no, up. No, but I mean, I'm already going to be in the city. You were on the outskirts. You have and- to Uber just to go somewhere. I'm gonna Uber Dude, back to. Trust I'm gonna Uber me. back to the hotel you were staying in, and then Uber back to the city. Spend eight bucks, <laughs> in hopes you get a super weirdo. If somebody was, if if if, if I am with somebody You're else, you're gonna find a work buddy. You guys are gonna get all drunk and cigared <laughs> out, and get an Uber and just like cruise. Ask him if he knows where the best go-go joint in town is, and if he does, he's the same dude I had. Do you know the guy's name? Oh God, no. No, it doesn't say on the. It doesn't tell you a person's probably, name when you do the probably review. Probably look him up. He looked like Walter White. Or does he have? I know, but does he have like a? Does he get like a handle, like a Twitter <laughs> handle, like yeah, at Barry Stevenson? Yeah, it's it like your it's, Twitter. It says, it says like drive your ass. Like that's his name. <laughs> that's great. All right, this is episode one hundred and six. We will see you next week. Later. later.